Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Couple Next Door. Written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. <laughs> Man Chuck Forbes unloads freight cars. Big job. And this makes it tougher. <gasps> he needs Bromo Quinine. Bromo Quinine. Bromo Quinine speeds relief all over your body, all the way relief for discomfort of a cold. Bromo Quinine. Yes, Bromo Quinine speeds relief for cold miseries all over your body. Only Bromo Quinine has seven fast acting medicines to help fight stuffy nose and all those cold miseries. Get all the way relief with Bromo Quinine. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mommy. I'm sorry. Well, you're sorry, but I don't know yet what happened. Now, just calm down. I'm sorry. No, darling, sit down. Let Aunt Effie get your overshoes off. Don't tell Daddy, please. Don't tell Daddy. Don't tell Daddy. What did you do? I didn't do anything. It wasn't my fault. It was Jimmy's fault. What was Jimmy's fault? Here, get your mittens off now. What was the problem? Jimmy, who did what? He broke Daddy's skis. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he broke one of Daddy's skis? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no, Daddy's going skiing up the snow mountain in the morning with a bunch of his friends. Now, you knew that, Bessie. What were you doing with his skis? I didn't take them. Jimmy did. Who is this Jimmy? Oh, he lives down the road. He's older than Bessie. He's nine. Why did Jimmy take Daddy's skis? He saw them in the garage and he tied them together to slide down the hill. Oh, honestly, now you knew better than to let him take Daddy's skis. I couldn't help but He just took them. So how did the ski break? Well, I was sitting on the skis. Sliding down. Oh, you were on the skis, too. Well, now, don't blame Betsy. I'm sure it was all this boy's fault. He was older, and he put her up to it. <laughs> Aunt Effie, please. Now, how did the ski break, Betsy? Jimmy threw a sled in front of me as I came down the hill, and it just broke the front off one of the skis. It was all his fault. It was his idea. Don't blame me. Well, what your father is going to say when he gets home, I tremble to think. Del Monte, Del Monte, pineapple grapefruit juice drink. I like it because it tastes good. 
It isn't too sweet and it doesn't make you pucker. Girls like it because it's good for them. Oh, well, it takes all kinds. <laughs> Enjoy Del Monte Pineapple Grapefruit <laughs> Drink and the other Del Monte Juice Drinks. Every one so good. I took Betsy upstairs to change her shoes and socks. She was soaking wet. Have you told him? No, not yet. He, he's just coming in now. Oh, hi, oh, hi. hi. Hey, you know what? I bumped into George Petro. You know, he's going with us tomorrow. Uh-huh. He said he had a report that ski conditions up at Snow Mountain were going to be absolutely perfect uh, this weekend. Well, that's just fine, dear. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Now, look, i got to get to bed early tonight. Bill Gordon's picking me up about five... Take us about uh, five hours to drive up there, I guess. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, I'm really looking forward to this. I think you had better tell him. Yes. Huh? Tell him what? You better sit down, dear. I've got some bad news. What? The tip has broken off one of your skis. Well, it seems that the little Edwards boy down the road... <laughs> tip is broken yes, off... Yes, it seems that the little Edwards boy down the tip road... Tip is broken off one of my skis. If you will listen... <laughs> the little Edwards boy down the road saw your skis tip. out and back. He tied them together, and he and Betsy were apparently taking turns sliding down the little hill out here. And The tip is broken off? Yes, and when it was Betsy's turn, he, he threw the sled in front of her just to be playful, and it broke off the tip of one of the skis. Where is Betsy? Uh, she's upstairs changing her socks and shoes, but I do not think it was her fault. The boy is nine years old, and I certainly think it is all his fault. Betsy! Betsy! Yes, Daddy? Did, did you want me, Daddy? I certainly do. You get down here right this minute. Oh, you want another piece of chicken? No, thank you. I'm not hungry. And I feed you. Want the other drumstick? No, thank you. I'm not hungry. You two better eat up. Good dinner going to waste. I certainly don't think Betsy should have been put to bed without any dinner. It won't do her any harm, and I hope it'll do her some good. Well, I certainly don't approve. Well, you certainly didn't act as though you didn't approve. You sat right there and watched him beat up that poor little child. I did not beat up that poor little child, as you put it, Aunt Effie. I merely warmed her little rear end with the palm of my hand, and I didn't enjoy it any more than she did. Well, if I had been the child's mother, I'd have put a stop to it. Aunt Effie, even if I felt he was wrong, I think parents should stand together on any decision the other one makes. No, poor little thing, lying up there, crying her heart out. She knows she was wrong. She knew better than to let Jimmy Edwards take my skis. If she couldn't take them away from him, then she should have come in and told you. Well, then that makes her a tattletale. I don't think it does at all. Pass me the potatoes. I might as well finish them up. Well, it's just certainly ruined my weekend of skiing that I've looked forward to for days. Well, if I had known that this sudden enthusiastic passion for skiing was going to end up like this... Look, you're the one who thought it was a good idea. I should have a hobby, some outdoor sport, get some exercise. You were only going to spend six dollars for ten skiing lessons. Well, I didn't say anything when you couldn't get into your old ski pants and had to spend $32 for new ones and then $18 more for a parka. Now, now, look, look. I I... didn't even say anything yesterday when your old ski boots were warped and you spent $39.50 for new ones, $12 for ski poles, $8 for gloves. And $16 for safety bindings. And $16 for safety bindings, all of which comes to $135. And I didn't say anything when you spanked your child. But I am certainly going to say something about making her go to bed hungry. Now, you look here. 
Don't you take her up any food. I mean it, because if you do, then you and I are going to have what'll be our first real quarrel. Well, I'm telling you. I will stay out of this talk. Go and put some coffee on. You know, look, you didn't glare at me like that. I mean it. The fact remains that it was Jimmy Edwards who broke the scheme. All right, and I intend to handle that. And by golly, I'll do it right now. I'm going to call up that kid's father, and he well, can darn well buy me a new pair of skis. Well, what Edwards is it? Where, 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 where's the phone? Now, wait a minute. Now, just wait a no, minute. No, now. Just wait. They live down the road here. We've never met them. We don't want to start a neighborhood quarrel. I mean, you'll get all excited and shout at him. I know you. Now, please. Look, any man who has a son that is so destructive... Well, if you have an attractive nuisance lying around, isn't that your fault? I do not think a pair of skis could possibly be called an attractive nuisance. He, 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 attractive nuisance. Eastman, Eaton, Eaton, Eckhart. Oh, I bet that's the paper boy, and I haven't any change at all. Here, here we are, Edwards, Edwards. Alfred, Charles. Here, here, this must be it. Here, this must be... Mother one, James K. Edwards, 29 Rainbow Lake. How do you do? That must be the guy. My goodness, won't you come in? Yeah, well, yeah. Here. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm just James K. Edwards, 29 Rainbow Lake, Juniper 5... Five seven seven six. I'll tell you something. By gosh, if this Edwards fellow wants but to start dear. something, <laughs> and if he tries to say that his son is not destructive, dear, I will. If you will turn around, I would like you to meet Mr. Edwards. Uh, oh, oh. Oh, well, I... <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, Mr. Piper. I'm not denying that my son was destructive. <laughs> oh, well, I... <laughs> my gosh, I... Look, I'm, I'm very sorry. <laughs> how do you do? Well, my son told me the whole story. And I can't tell you how sorry I am. I understand you were planning to go skiing tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Yes, that's right. I, I was. Well, I don't blame you for being pretty burned up about it, but I wanted to drop in and tell you that I am insured against this sort of thing, so your skis will be replaced. Oh, oh well, my gosh, that, that, that's wonderful, Mr. <laughs> yeah, Edward. of course, these, uh, these insurance things take a while to go through, and since you need the skis tomorrow, I'd like to drive you down to the ski shop. You pick out a new pair, and I'll write a check. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, there is a Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that wonderful? I know exactly how you feel. Oh. Now, come on, we'd better step on it before the ski shop closes. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. A long hoped for agreement between two hostile nations, or a long awaited falling out of thieves, can take place on even the sleepiest of weekend afternoons. That's why, as you take time off from your own routine for rest and relaxation, you'll be pleased to know that expert CBS newsmen like Robert Trout, Alan Jackson, Charles Collingwood, Walter Cronkite, Bill Downs, George Herman, and Charles von Friend are staying right on the job. Throughout the weekend, nearly every hour of the broadcast day, in fact, most of these stations present CBS News to make certain you're fully informed. London, Paris, Rome, Bonn, Tokyo. They're all brought to your side when news breaks call for eyewitness reports. And, of course, when the story is one you'd want to know about without delay, CBS Radio stands ready to interrupt any of our entertainment features. On Saturdays and Sundays, as on every other day of the week, count on CBS News to keep you right up to the minute with important current events. Because CBS News is always on the alert to history, and history takes no holidays. Beautiful skis. They really yeah. are. They're just wonderful. Yeah, well, I tell you, this Jim Edwards is just about as nice a guy as they come. I... Well, you've made a new friend. <laughs> yes. Thanks to Betsy, who was spanked and put to bed hungry. 
Yeah, well, she was naughty now. Yes, I guess she was, dear. But she did say she was sorry. Yeah, well, maybe I should have talked to her and scolded her instead of spanking her, but darn it, I was mad, and I... Oh, I suppose this is something she'll never forget. She's probably lying up there now, hating me. She's still awake? I don't know. I haven't gone near her. The door is closed. Think it'd be all right if I went up and just put my arms around her so she knows I still love her? Yes, dear. Come on. I'll go up with you. <laughs> I mean, I'll Come be on, leaving dear. in the morning, you know, before she gets up, and I know my weekend of skiing is going to be spoiled, thinking of my child hating me. Oh. She may never really forgive me for this. Betsy? Betsy, where are you? <laughs> She's under what? the bedclothes. Come on out there. <laughs> Hi, Mommy. Hi, Daddy. Look what I made. I'm Pocahontas, and I made a wigwam, and I'm waiting for Hiawatha to come home. He's fighting some Apache Indians. Oh, oh, I see. Well, it's a very nice wigwam, Betsy, isn't it? Betsy, come here to your daddy. Look, darling, you know daddy loves you, don't Yes, you? I love you too, daddy, but don't sit on my bed. You're spoiling my wigwam. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I... <laughs> I think, dear, you can go skiing tomorrow with a clear conscience. She has already forgiven and forgotten. Yeah, jolly. <laughs> Kids are wonderful, aren't they? <laughs> No oily aftertaste, no oily aftertaste. Now there's a margarine. Good luck, the margarine. With no oily aftertaste. Today's good luck is a light margarine. Light in flavor, light on your tongue. Just like the high-priced spread. Lever Brothers has world rights to the process that makes good luck different from other margarines. It's light. Guaranteed to leave no oily aftertaste or your money back. No oily aftertaste. Good luck, good luck, good luck. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton, Francie Myers, and Ed Bryce and is produced by